Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB, it's back, baby. Who are you picking to win the World Series? Better say Dodgers. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. Super easy, man. Get started. So just head on over to the website today. Use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BLEAV. That's BLEAV to receive your fifth D. That's five zero percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts thank you so much bet online for bringing this podcast to the people uh, yeah that's right uh-huh yeah uh, i don't think that's a song to be danced to <laughs> i'm not positive <laughs> Hey, it's uh, an all-new episode of Great News with Kevin Ryder and Mike Catherwood. I'd like to start off the great news by talking about what's outside my door, which is sunny and maybe 80. Oh, Calm, okay. Well, it's beautiful. beautiful and sunny where I am. Mm-hmm. It's just there's this constant specter of a storm f- taking me away like Dorothy and goddamn Wizard of Oz. But as far as How like the, vid- the wind, it's amazing. I could, I could show Mike you. Look here. near Austin. Yesterday you want me to move freezing? the camera? I could show you the windows. Yeah, it's, it's very sunny and beautiful. It's just yeah. literally tornadoes and crazy shit. Love it. <laughs> I love it. We uh, we do a podcast that we highlight people, normal people who are doing loving, amazing things that sort of restore your faith in humanity. And that's what this podcast is about. If somebody else needs it, maybe forward this to them. They could subscribe. You, you could subscribe and click on the little bell thing so you know when we post episodes, which is Monday and Thursday. And Michael always does a theme for us, an intro theme, uh, and I usually request a musical styling. Yes. And I would like to suggest for the intro, Frank Sinatra. <clears throat> also, I'd like you to get a bigger mic. I, I, it's, a, it's an angle. It's perspective, bro. <laughs> you would understand that if you didn't believe in round earth, if you understood... The laws of perspective, you would know that the earth is flat. It's an intro. The show's about to begin, bro. Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blue. Kevin and mine are here to give you great. News. Uh, where's Marilyn Monroe? I need to get my dick sucked. Wow, that's a start. Courtney, don't make start. a face. That's I'm, how you're start. It's Courtney not like I'm ripping face. on sick children. It's Marilyn Monroe. For her, they used to pass her back and forth. He and JFK, like she was a shish kebab. <laughs> All right, my first story is about an NBA basketball star that plays for the Phoenix Suns currently, and he, his name is Bismack Biombo, I believe. I think that's... I mean, 
He took last year off because his dad, what's happening there? The giant dog burst into my house. Okay, you don't have any control over your dogs. That's another running theme. This guy uh, took last year off because his dad was sick and he ended up passing away last year. And oh. he's returning to the NBA and he's getting a salary of $1.3 million, which he's going to donate entirely to build a hospital in his hometown in Congo. He's oh going to donate God. all of it to build a hospital. Isn't that crazy? Uh, okay. Because you can't, you can't just go, eh, I'm going to donate everything unless you're really financially sort of set up to do that. Well, that was my question. If he do- donates 100% of his income this year, has he just been incredibly frugal? Like, wh- He must have been. I mean, he has to set himself up to be able to do that. Yeah. But that's wow. crazy. He's donating every single penny of it to a hospital in the name of his father who passed away last year. Watch this video and you'll see a little bit about Bismarck. Okay, so uh, I've, I've done a lot of interviews. Uh, obviously, people have asked me what I was doing and what has happened. The reality of it is is that uh, while my dad was sick, I spent 45 days with him. And uh, during that 45 days, uh, some of it was, uh, some of those days I was home, uh, and some of them I was in Turkey with him. Um, Excuse me, I never, never give up on basketball. I love basketball too much. So I continued to work out. And I think once my dad passed, um, the love of the game kind of fall a little bit because it was my everything, you know. It was my friend's business partner, um, my mentor and everything. stick out of my mind is that every day I go to the hospital back home um, to take care of him I was always asking myself what about these people that can't take their family members out so while I was trying to figure out how to find something that would motivate me this year uh, I remember one day I pick up the phone and call my agent and said the only way I'll do it this year was if we find a situation, one, that I'll fit in, and two, that will play for something. And I wanted to make this year about my dad because my dad spent most of his life making his life about uh, me, my brothers, my sisters, and, and servicing people. This year, really, I wanted and I had the desire and my motivation was to make it about him question is what's driving you to play this season what i told my agent was my salary for this year would be going to the construction of an hospital back home uh, to give hope to the hopeless uh, at home and those individuals that cannot take their family members out want to be able to give them better conditions uh, so that they can somewhat have hope that the loved ones will uh, be able to leave and see able to leave and see the inside of a hospital. He's just trying to get a hospital so that people in his hometown have the availability, which is, I mean, I don't want to say it's the, I don't want to say it's the antithesis of an NBA player. It's an antithesis of most athletes. It's it's the antithesis of what we perceive professional athletes, high level, highly paid athletes to be. Yeah. Yes. And he's, uh, 
and donating 100% to building a hospital, which is an amazing story. That is fantastic, man. What a great story to start off with. Um, wow. That's, I mean, that's very humbling to yeah. even kind of, wow. That's uh, that's awesome. I, my my hat's off to him. And also it gives you perspective on, I, I, I don't think, I certainly understood what you meant by it's not what we think of when we think of NBA players, but you know, most NBA players are Americans. And yeah. even though a lot a, a tremendous amount of um, professional athletes in this country came up with hard times, I don't think you can understand what someone who grew up in the Congo um, went through. And so it's yeah, just it's a whole, uh, it's different, just, whole yeah. different world. Yeah. It's a very beautiful story. This one too, Kevin, I'm going to say we have, we have done, uh, countless amounts of stories in our 80 something, you know, 90 something episodes. Uh, We've of, done of 90 episodes? Cast. Yes. Yes. Something like that. We're almost to 100. How about that? Let's just start saying How 200. about that? Sorry, go ahead. How about that? Um, this might be the most heroic of the heroic things I've seen on Great News. This is wow. so crazy that I almost. I, I, I had to really, really, really vet this to make sure that it was real because it just you, it doesn't you can't believe that a human being would be this brave and selfless. But there is a young woman who is a um, Florida state trooper. She's like, a, I guess, yeah, state cop in, in Florida. Her name is Tony Shuck. She got a. Uh, an alert or a bulletin from uh, uh, from the police station that there was a drunk driver, a very dangerous, erratic drunk driver coming towards a 10K race in Tampa. Wow. OK, so there's thousands and thousands of people running this race throughout the streets. And she's getting this alert that there's this wild drunk driver. Um, and she is kind of confused with what to do because she can gauge with the gps and where she's being told the coordinates are and how close this man is um she can't she doesn't have time to throw up roadblocks or strip spikes she gets in the opposite lane on the freeway and maneuvers her car to hit him head on to protect the rest of the people in the race watch this video it's truly unbelievable hit him head on so she sees him coming and she's like, OK, I got to maybe a little left, a little right. Oh, my God. Boom. Ugh. Is it's she hard still to alive? She's not only still alive, but she came away with minor injuries. Oh, my God. I mean, How? that is. Whenever. There's, oh, man. there's no way the police department would say, all right, here's what you do in this situation. This is just her. No. No freaking way. No freaking way. But how badass is she to the rest of the cops in her police department? Oh, my God. I mean, that's I don't. It's one of those things like every time we see these. Her last thought has to be, oh, I'm going to die. Yeah, Yeah. this is my final act on Earth. Wow. And I every time I think both of us uh, and all dumb guys do this. When we see these insane acts of heroism, you always go like, would I, would I do that? I go, I might do that. I don't know. I don't know if I'd have the balls to go head on to a guy to save other lives. I don't know. I don't know know that it would even come to your mind. Like that's too crazy to even consider. 
Right. Wow. Well, that's Tony unbelievable. Shock. Yeah, no kidding. That is great news. It is fantastic. I mean, and the fact that she's okay and that they apprehended the guy, he didn't die. I mean, uh, granted, uh, he's the last on my priority list right now, but still, like, everyone makes it out okay. I just, that is so amazing. That is amazing. Wow. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. You're right. I've never seen a story like that. Chances are you have the wrong idea about the wonder drug that is nicotine, okay? But in reality, there's nothing wrong with nicotine. In fact, there's a lot good about nicotine. It helps suppress appetite. It helps boost metabolism. It has great cognitive benefits. The problem is, is that most of the time, the way we get nicotine is gross. You know, vaping, smoking, chewing tobacco, whatever it is. That's where Lucy comes in. Lucy has your back. Lucy capsule nicotine pouches and lozenges and gum, they're all fantastic. They all taste great. Four or eight milligrams of a nice clinical dose of nicotine where you get all the benefits with none of the downside, okay? Lucy is a great product designed for people who want the benefits of nicotine without the downsides of traditional ways of getting it. So, Mikey likes you listeners. Go to lucy.co, use the promo code Mikey to get 20% off your order of Lucy nicotine capsule pouches or any other Lucy products. That's lucy.co. Use promo code Mikey at checkout. And I have to let you know that this product contains non-tobacco nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co. Be sure to use that promo code Mikey. Chances are, oh, chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you're interested at least somewhat in weight loss. So before we continue the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. Noom really understands that everyone's weight loss journey is very unique and what works for someone else isn't going to necessarily work for you. So Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible, focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work toward goals at the pace you're comfortable with. So start building better habits for a healthier, long-term result that you're looking for. Sign up for a trial at Noom. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash B-L-E-A-V. Believe. That's what I'm talking about. Again, that's Noom. N-O-O-M dot com slash B-L-E-A-V. All right? Personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful about your habits. Come on. Now's the time. It is N-O-O-M dot com slash believe. That's Noom dot com slash believe. Uh, my next story, a couple of years ago, a woman named Joy Milne made headlines when scientists discovered that she could literally smell Parkinson's on someone. That there was what? A, there was some type of odor. She describes that as oily, but she could literally say, this person I think has Parkinson's. And then they would test them and they had Parkinson's. That's a that's a thing that happened. A woman can smell Parkinson's. Dude. Dude. Since, since then, researchers have been trying to build devices that could diagnose disease through odor compounds on the skin. They didn't even think about this. And they were like, oh, you could actually smell Parkinson's on somebody. Um, and researchers have developed a portable, artificially intelligent olfactory system. They call it an e-nose. And the enos can sense. I'm not kidding. The electronic <laughs> That's a stupid name. It is. It's a stupid name. Could someday diagnose the disease in a doctor's office, which is unbelievable. Parkinson's did she get like? Did she get struck by lightning or like a radioactive spider bite her? Or like, do you no, know what no. I'm saying? Like, what? 
When I found the story, it was just like, oh, remember that woman a few years ago that could smell Parkinson's? And I went, what are you talking about? Yeah. And so Parkinson's disease, of course, causes motor systems such as tremors and rigidity and trouble walking and non-motor problems like memory. And this kind of thing, if it's treated early, can make all the difference in the world. And being able to sniff it out literally is crazy. Shut your dog up. That, that's Harry. He's he's normally the good one. <laughs> Great. I'm talking about an e-nose where they can smell Parkinson's on a human being. And I wonder, uh, by the way, if that means that there's a way that science will find out to be able to smell other diseases and give you a heads up on other diseases that are. Well, um, they had they've had dogs who can. They, uh, yes, there's dogs yes. that can smell certain diseases on humans. So. I don't know, man. Maybe, yeah. Who knows what this opens doors to? I'm more fascinated by how did she, A, develop this ability, which is remarkable. But B, like, how do you even notice that? Like, it's like yeah. the canary in the coal mine. Who is the first canary that they're like, hey, this thing <laughs> is bestest, right? <laughs> Am I right? No, I don't know. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get into exactly how she knew, but also when you – smell something on another human how do you interpret that i wouldn't interpret that as a neurological disease i would interpret that as smell you know what i mean like i don't know how they got to that point but i, I have to interview her i also need to know what is parkinson's smell like is it bo is it garlic it's not BO. she she said it as oily is all the only way that she described it but i don't know that's right bro that's right bro i have parkinson's <laughs> nope nope <laughs> <laughs> all right kevin yeah next story beautiful um within great tragedy always uh human nature shows up um yep. we've seen it throughout uh, i mean at least in modern history we've seen it and when things are going terribly in some part of the world a lot of people come together to try to help and uh with what's going on in the ukraine we've seen a tremendous outpouring of people just being so giving and and charitable in Poland, which is where a lot of um, refugees from the Ukraine are are camping out right now, um, mothers, Polish mothers, went to a train like, station. Can I just interrupt for one second? I like that you call it camping out. It's much worse than that. <laughs> yeah, they're not camping out. <laughs> but Jake, no, they're not. Um, where Polish mothers have, excuse me, Ukrainian mothers have fled with their children. Uh, a lot have. Polish mothers took it upon themselves to take strollers to this train station and leave them there, just in, in a huge, huge procession of strollers, so that when leave these them there uh, forever, just yeah, well, for, for for these Ukrainian women to take, wow. if they, you know, because they're coming with no warning, they're just like, get your children and get the f out. So when they arrive in Poland, they have camping. They're going camp. They're going glamping. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh, but that was a ridiculous. No, that was a terrible thing for me to say. That was it was aggressively <laughs> insulting to call it camping out. <laughs> but these women just dropped off the strollers and said somebody else will need them. They 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 are going to need them wow. a lot more than us right now uh, because they knew that these women were fleeing with their children with no warning. So very, I thought very very beautiful. That is very beautiful. I love that. The next story, I know uh, Mike has kids and I have kids and yes. anybody that loves kids will worship this story. There is an elementary school that set up a hotline 
And you call it if you're angry or you're frustrated or you don't know how to process things. And kindergarten kids give you advice. They give you life advice. Kindergarten kids. It's a, it, it has a, a menu where it says, if you're feeling frustrated, press one. If you're feeling angry, press two. And you get a message from a little kid. Listen. To I'm calling that today. I'm calling to that something. today and I'm going to record it. <laughs> Listen to some of these. When you're feeling mad, you should take three deep breaths and think of things that make you happy. The thing that makes me happy is when, and, and I think of happy things will happen in the future, like going to a friend's house or a cousin's house. Bye. If you're frustrated, just take five minutes off. If you're frustrated, you can always go to your bedroom, punch a pillow or cry on it, and just go scream outside. If you're nervous, go get your wallet and spend it on ice cream and shoes. If you feel mad or frustrated, you can do what you want to do best, or you can do flips on the trampoline. If you feel mad, please just do something you like. Do something inspires you. Do something who makes you feel better. If you're sad or angry, go get a cookie, a smoothie, or an ice cream. Yes, agreed. I agree. I love. I did not know that my wife was a kindergartner because <laughs> I heard the girl say, "If you're upset, just buy shoes and ice cream." And yeah, I'm pretty sure that too. was my wife. <laughs> that is hilarious. The phone number is there, and it works. Uh, it was the brainchild of a local art teacher, Jessica Martin, in the town of Heldsburg, California, and they received three to four hundred calls a day. For that hotline. Wow. How great is that? <laughs> it's a beautiful idea. It's absolutely a reasonable thing to do because yeah. children haven't been burdened with I, the way that we overthink things or the way that we uh, make things more complicated than they necessarily need to be. They can bring such clarity to things almost because of their naivete. Um, and, you know, you sometimes – uh, my daughter will talk to me and I'll, I'll, I'll open up and not about like super serious stuff, but I'll just say certain things. And she'll be like, well, don't, you know what? You shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. And you should do this instead. I was like, uh-uh. she's got a point. Can't see, can't really see the <laughs> argument there. That's a good point. <laughs> Kids do seem to see it a little bit more clearly than most, but that is a hotline that you could call again at 707-998-8410. I, I have to, pr- I'm not going to prank call them like, Horribly, prank call them. Don't do that. But I'm going to prank call them. I think it's a recording, so I don't think you'll okay. prank call them. Because yeah. I was going to, I was going to prank call them. Like kids, a, live kids, twenty four seven on the phones, answering the phones, going, "Hi, can we help you?" That's a good point. Yeah, like kindergartners <laughs> at like three a.m. No, but I would, I would have like prank called them in like a appropriate kid way. I'd have been like, "I can't stop farting. I just fart all the time, and it's embarrassing." <laughs> a kid, if a kid took that call, he'd start laughing. He or she would start <laughs> laughing. Um, let's keep the theme of of children alive Uh, uh, again also the theme of of the fallout from the Ukraine Um, in Romania Dateline Romania this is from USA Today Um, young Ariana is turning 7 years old but she is in a refugee camp 
in Romania because she had to flee the Ukraine. The people collectively at this refugee camp got together and threw her a birthday party with like wow. makeshift birthday hats and, and cakes and candles and the whole deal. And like a, like a, looks like a Jimmy rigged bouncy house. Um, and I just was like, that is great news. That's human spirit being great right there. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. That's like great. Romanians <laughs> too. <laughs> you expect less from Romanians. Is that your point? That's, that's where Jack was from. Come on. <laughs> to be able to celebrate in the middle of glamping like they are glamping in (laughs) romania that's amazing that is amazing you see stories like that out of romania out of poland out of all the surrounding countries near the neighboring countries it's true yeah i i have a quick question did they have a media expert there because it's ukrainians in in romania Mm -hmm. and yet they're like we got to sing in English. It won't get as viral if I we sing. Know. I don't you know, know what I'm saying? Like, it just well, seems odd that they're like, happy birthday to your happy birthday. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? It's yes. just. I, yeah, they are singing in English. That was surprising to me, too. But um, I assume that there are um, like welfare workers, people that are yeah. there to volunteer their time to help and to take those videos and to get the word out. I assume there's a lot of that going on because it's just one of those situations. And Romanians, uh, Romanians for sure. I, I don't know much about the Ukraine, but my sister, my wife's brother married a Romanian woman like straight from, and they're uh, it's, they're very intellectual. Like it doesn't strike me as odd that they probably all spoke English. Um, and, and but, uh, it just, in like seven of Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's a, it, it's a very kind of like high intellect uh, place in the world. But you, you, there probably was like a Brit or an American, you know, like UNICEF worker that was like, listen, guys, ser- you want a couple hundred thousand hits? Sing in your native tongue. You want a couple million? Know a couple hundred thousand. You want a couple hits. million? Let's cook. Let's let's go. Let's step it up a notch. Uh, could I just take one second to say happy birthday is the saddest song that exists in the English language? Because everybody starts singing and they're all excited. Stick with me here. Okay. Everybody start happy birthday. And then the second line, happy birthday. And then the people who can't sing start singing. And then it just fades out into a disaster every single time. Sounds great when the first person starts it. And then by the end, it's a sad, sad little funeral, <laughs> if you will, a dirge. I, I see where you're going. And I'm right. But I mean, I can definitely think of sadder songs. Yes, but not. Songs that are supposed to be happy, songs that are supposed to be celebrations that turn into dirges in 12 seconds. All right, listen. What, I'm on I, my own wait, here. yeah, but what about that. like Warren Zevon songs where like he knew he was going to die any moment? You know <laughs> no, what I'm saying? Different. Like he did yeah. a whole album where he's like, like keep, it, keep me in your heart for a while. <laughs> listen, it's just my personal take on Happy N- Birthday, but uh, 99 Luff Balloons. Yes, of course. The saddest song ever. And 
those fucking Germans, they trick us because it sounds so happy, like, oh, and it's about the world blowing up because the radars think that a red balloon is a nuclear warhead and then everybody's dead. Fuck that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm down with that. I'm down with 99 balloons as well. That's not good. All right. As we said, you can subscribe to this podcast if you would like. Uh, Please do. It, because it gives you some balance in your life. And that kind of balance is important, especially mentally and especially in times like this. All right. Mike is going to sing an outro as the guy that sings Double Dutch Buzz. That guy. Yeah. Geezer Matt. Geezer Matt. He does his mess. You better than me. And it's an outro. You better than me. And it's an outro. And it's an outro. So do the happy man do the blues Cause Kevin and Mike and Ben Gizzer Bazzer Bizzer Bazzer Boo Thank you for listening to Believe You can show support to your host By subscribing to the show And giving us a 5 star rating On your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com And search for B-L-E-A-V On YouTube